0: everybody, welcome to Unprofessional. I am Dave Wiskus, joined by my friend, your friend, everybody's friend, Jamie Newberry. Hello! Hi Jamie, how's it going?
1: Very well. How's it going over there, Dave?
0: Splendidly.
1: Awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have with us today the one and only Philip out. Oh. Hey Dave, hey Jamie. Hi
2: Philip.
1: Hey Philip.
2: I uh I cut short a trip to the bar tonight for you fine people.
0: I hope you're happy. We appreciate that. I feel it was, honored. It was a, it was a crunch mode kind of thing, because we had a thing and then the person had to like reschedule a thing and we're like, crap, we gotta do something. And uh not not that we were like you were uh, you know, our, our fifth choice or something. It was it was Yeah, really, I wasn't
2: I wasn't your safety school or something. No, um. no, we've
0: been planning to have you on the show anyway. It just happened to work out that instead of like Two episodes from now, or whatever, it gets to be this episode. Right, Philip saves I'm, the day. I'm so happy to be here. You, you're, uh, and you're helping to kick off a whole new thing here. Yeah, yeah. So, there's, so there's that. But for the people who don't know, for for people out there who might not know who you are, uh, give give us a little bit of color.
2: Uh, uh, okay, a bit of color. Uh, I, I make I make apps. Uh, I started a company called Brooklyn Computer Club uh, with my good friend <laughs> Buzz Anderson. Don't laugh at my name. It's a great name. Um, and and we don't we don't have a website, um, which is which is fitting because this, this podcast it's called unprofessional, right? Right, right. Um, we've been very busy, so we don't have a website. So you can't I, I can't plug anything. Um, we we do just fine, and we don't really need to plug anything. Um,
0: well, we'll plug your uh, your Twitter username.
2: On yeah, the, I'm I'm P Bowden on 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 Twitter. <laughs> That's I write good. I
0: write That's tweets. Good. Well, there we go. You're a professional tweeter. Yeah. Semi-professional tweeter. I've been meaning to go pro. I'm working toward it.
1: I'm working on it too. Yeah, That's I, not got
0: quite, cool. not
2: I got quite a, I yet. got a Nike contract coming through. I'm, I'm holding on to that. <laughs> <laughs> got the shoes to prove it. So you were at the bar. That's correct. How was that going? It was it was going pretty well. Um, I was I was I was talking with two friends of mine, and, and we were just kind kind of talking about um, uh, uh, weird weird bar stories from over the weekend um, that were that all had kind of a a, a, a sexy tinge to them.
0: Were you were you including our weird bar weird bar stories? No, I didn't even heard?
2: get to ours. Okay,
0: good, <laughs> good. We had some weird bar. We were uh, me and Philip were out on New Year's Eve.
1: I was going to say just before the show, you mentioned some stories that it sound like they need to be recapped upon here.
0: <laughs> I don't know if they should be.
1: <laughs> I think they should be.
0: They probably will be.
1: I didn't get the stories. I need to know. I feel like I'm being left out here.
0: There's, um, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing like salacious that happened that night. Yeah. And, and it was- Jamie should know, and we all
2: used to work together at the same company. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we did. No, I want to hear this story about the Angry Lady. What was this? What was the Angry Lady story? That's all I got is the title.
0: The, uh, that's kind of, well, this sounds like a Sherlock Holmes book. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure which one it was. I feel like there were several Angry Ladies. Actually, there were. I did. I got slapped twice that night.
1: Wow. Way to start really the new uh, year?
0: I I don't want to say not my fault because it was a result of something I did, but I feel like what I did was innocuous enough that it did not deserve a slap.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, you didn't you didn't do anything like chauvinistic
1: or like
0: anything
2: you would you would typically see in a movie that caused a slap.
0: I thought you were going to say that I would typically do.
1: Life is so like movies. I, I I'm blown away. You did not have to
2: call me out on that. I I made, I made a good save. <laughs> I didn't know if you'd notice.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it was so what happened there were these, these girls and one of them was talking about how she worked at a school and I don't remember what it was, but she was talking about how one of the kids at the school did something that bothered her or upset her in some way. And so I just sort of like flippantly said, kid sounds like an asshole. (laughs) Nice. And her friend leans in and slaps me across the face. (laughs) And and my response is like, what, what the hell? What just happened? And she does it again.
1: (laughs) So, so this is one woman, two slaps. Right, right.
2: And
0: and what happened next, Dave? (laughs) I just (laughs) it gets better. Well, she says you shouldn't talk about kids like yeah, you shouldn't talk about kids like that. Um, Then and then she slapped me the second time. And after the second slap, I lean in and I just said I wouldn't do that again. And while I'm leaned in, she tried to kiss me.
1: Wow! See, so it got better.
0: Well, no, sort of. This was, not, this was not a good tried-to-kiss-me. This was a, an awkward, drunk, random girl at a bar tried-to-kiss-me. <laughs> this was not a pleasant experience for me.
1: Nice. Gotcha.
0: So we, I backed away, and we promptly left.
1: Wow. So this is the That Was that the angry girl? Is that the angry lady?
0: No, no, that wasn't the angry lady that I was referring to. This yeah. was the different angry lady. There, the was, there was another angry lady who was
2: hitting on me at one point. And and Dave, being the good friend that he is, um, he he separated us uh, using physically using himself uh, as a barrier between <laughs> us. Um, you know, he, he, you know. I, I remember, I, I, and I was a little drunk, but I I recall something like oh, you're no. like, hey, I'm doing this for your own good, um, uh. and and you did, and I appreciate that so much, but. She um,
0: did not. She did not. She was asking, like, what we did for a living, and you said that you you made apps. And she goes, I guess that's valid.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love this city. And she was talking about how uh, what she did for a living was really important because she made people happy. And so we asked, what do you do? And she said that she sells wine.
1: <laughs> wow. And I'm okay. like, I
0: think, th- I, th- I think you sell wine, and the wine makes people happy. Yes. <laughs> you don't <laughs> make the it. wine. R- right. There's... I. Let's not put too much emphasis on your role in the happiness here. <laughs> and it was just weird because even after it was clear that, that there was, I don't know, not an adversarial, but at least some kind of like uh, some degree of contempt going in both directions. She she paid her bill and then continued hanging out next to us and chatting. Yeah,
2: and I, 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 don't, I don't understand where the contempt came
0: from. I mean, you, you were wearing a
2: suit. I, I didn't look too bad. I wasn't wearing a suit, but I didn't look too bad. <laughs>
0: No, no. And I remember she was telling the bartender uh, something about... Oh, God, what was it? The, the bartender was was talking about how what he did wasn't make people happy, but he always enjoyed it when he can improve somebody's day or improve somebody's night or something like that. He was being very, like, I don't know, just being cool about it. Like, well, yeah, he re, he, he's not going to put all that weight on himself, but he's happy to be part of the process. That's because that bartender is super cool. That bartender was super cool. But her thing was... Well, it's not my fault if if some people aren't good enough at their jobs to make all of their customers happy. And <laughs> wow. she says this to the bartender, and this was this was uh, yeah, it was a weird experience. Interesting. It
2: wasn't it wasn't really her scene. Like, this is the kind of bar that has like like new order on the jukebox, and and, and she she seemed like the kind of person who held contempt for people
0: I don't know who, who don't who don't go to the opera or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly uh New Year's Eve in New York City.
1: What else is it? Well, you know, I'm not in New York City. You guys are both in New York City. Um, you should be in New York. It, City. You know,
0: you're in Vegas, right, Jamie?
1: Viva Las Vegas! Yep. The, New, sure the New
0: York of the West.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd go there with that. I think the New York you might of Nevada. Yes, you the should... New York of Nevada, though. You bet.
0: Your thing. You should be recording this at the New York, New York. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll have to get a, a a routine room that I that might look a little fishy, but you know, being Vegas and all. But yeah, right. I'll have to try that sometime. Maybe we could do live slot sounds. Yeah. What? Live slot sounds. Slot slot. Oh oh oh. <laughs> Yep. That that makes it, way more sense. I noticed it got really, really quiet when I said that note. Slot that's machine better. sounds. I'll use the whole word. How about that? I'm still that's
2: holding my breath over here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do environmental sound pieces someday, huh? That'll
0: maybe be fun. Maybe, maybe not. So, Jimmy, what do you do for New Year's Eve?
1: What, uh, I stayed in. I was probably asleep by 11 or so. I don't know. You know I'm, I live the exciting life over here. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So. You got to slow down.
1: I do. I have to slow down. That was my whole goal of 2013, and then suddenly 2014 was here, just like that. I woke up so. from my nap, and there it was. <laughs> did, did you did you watch Carson Daly or anything? No, I didn't. I think I watched a movie, but I couldn't tell you what it was. I really don't remember these things. It seemed like we watched a movie, and um, you know, one of my children was home, and the other one was at a New Year's Eve party. She's eight, though.
0: You have to, you
1: know, keep in mind that
0: I I thought it was like some kind of drunken, maybe, maybe it still was like a drunken frat party
1: or something. No, I I I not. photos. They banged pots and pans when it turned (laughs) the new year. It was very cute apparently. So yeah. Eight year old New Year's Eve.
0: I'm doing that next
1: year.
2: Yeah. This year, this year, Dave just kissed me on the cheek when it turned to midnight. Uh, That's true. It's very whiskery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whiskacy. I I didn't, you said it. I didn't.
0: Yeah, uh, I was his first kiss of 2014. Yeah,
1: Aww, that's so sweet. I got so another angry. one later
2: in the bathroom line.
0: You're not painting a very good picture of yourself right now.
1: That's all right. <laughs> so this is what you do in New York: you go to bars and meet ladies, Meet out with
0: girls. in the oh, that was um, that night at that particular bar. I was waiting in line for the bathroom, and the people, the people, the you know whoever's in there. This was like a one person thing. They're in there for a while. Oh, that. And I thought it was like you know somebody had some intestinal distress or something, and I'm not looking forward to going in after them. Door opens and it's a young couple that walks out. Oh, like, they won't make eye contact. They just rush right past us. Yeah,
1: like Phil said, that. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's that. Well, I was I was intrigued, Phil, when you said "New Order" on the ju- jukebox there. That, oh, this was your- a different
2: that, that was a different bar, different bar. Is that your kind of bar,
1: Jamie? That would be my kind of bar, I have to say. That's the kind of music that strikes my fancy.
0: So you're at, right now, as we're speaking, you're not at the New York, New York.
1: I'm not. The fabulous
0: New York, New York in the one and only world-famous Las Vegas, Nevada. You are instead at the School of Rock.
1: <laughs> I am. My eight-year-old plays the electric guitar, and she is in with her instructor, who is also named Dave. As chance would have it. Um, and I'm in a quiet... Well, the quietest room, which is also the only available room not occupied right now. And uh, recording the show with you guys. Wow. So, yeah, I'm at the School of Rock, <laughs> Las Vegas West.
0: That is <laughs> such a cool thing. To take your kid to the School of Rock and and have her learn an instrument. Not in... Like, the the guitar classes... I By the time I took a guitar class in high school, I'd already been playing for a couple of years. So it didn't really do me any good. But it was a very like finger-picking classical guitar kind of class, and it's yeah. really hard for me to get into it or yeah. like to give a shit. I wish that there had been a program like this.
1: Dude, me too, when I was a kid. I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome, I have to say. It's, um, if you've got a school of rock in your neck of the woods and you've got kids, like check it out, because it's amazing.
0: Musically, I think the thing that I miss the most, other than all the theory stuff, which I should probably start looking into at some point, is the playing with other people part. And it's that's, something that I'm, yeah. i yeah, I still struggle with.
1: Well, and that's the thing that they teach. Like they do a, um, they do a rock one hundred and one thing, and then they do a performance session. And I don't mean to trail off too much. Phil, jump in. Philip, jump in <laughs> anytime. Um, but yeah, like they do some really cool stuff here. They do a performance thing where every Saturday they have band practice, so they learn how to play with people, with other people in a band, and they play songs. That's so cool. And then they perform at the end of every semester. And those aren't
0: skills that are just good in the band. That sort of collaborative making of things is really useful.
1: Life skills, Dave. All Life over skills. the place. Yes.
0: I mean, see, for me, I was, I was kind of a solitary kid. And as an adult trying to make things, I find that most of the time I kind of work alone. What what I mean there is I'll work by myself on a thing that is a collaborative project. Right. It is it is so interesting to to be in like a band when you're all making the same thing at the same time and you're all contributing a different piece to that same thing, but it's in real time. Mm-hmm. There's a there's more of a connection there, and I think it, it helps to shape the way I think of the things that I make with other people. Working on Vesper, working on podcast, the things that I make with other people that aren't necessarily in real time obviously the recording is in real time for this show i don't know if people know that if you're listening at (laughs) home we don't record these things separately and then mix them together later right it's all this is a live phone call for us
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i I feel like i totally trailed off on the school of rock thing but like i was i you know the 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 new order thing kind of right if,
2: if we're gonna digress can i can i i i have something on my mind um
1: this show could just be called
0: a series of digressions, and that would be totally. And I, okay. I
2: believe I brought this up on New Year's. Like uh, I saw that, that you know the fellow who hosts hosts the New Year's Eve thing now is Carson Daly, and and I've been I've been wrestling this for, with this since New Year's itself. Um, does that does that mean that Carson Daly is our generation's Dick Clark, or does that mean Dick Clark was another generation's Carson Daly? Because I feel like those are two very different
0: things. They're very different, but I don't know that they're mutually exclusive.
1: Right i I would kind of say that maybe, maybe, and I'd never thought of it before, but maybe Carson Daly is our generation's Dick Clark. But you might want to elaborate on the difference.
2: Yeah, I, I don't want to speak ill of the dead here, but um, Carson it, Daly it, died. <laughs> 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 um, it. it <sighs> I I I I don't know much about Dick Clark pre uh, What was it a hundred thousand dollar pyramid was that was that what,
0: was that what a an show an American
1: called? Bandstand, two, yeah yes. I think it was
0: American Bandstand first is what he was really known for, ah okay,
1: so okay
2: I, I guess it makes sense I guess he was he was there Carson Daly, yeah
0: like, you know now that now that we because I wouldn't have thought that at first until Jamie said it but yeah because of that that was kind of their generation's uh, total request <laughs>
2: yeah. live or whatever. And, it was. and 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 you know, like, you know, to put an optimistic spin on this, maybe that means Carson Daly has not peaked. He is yet to attain heights that he has not yet known.
0: I don't understand his appeal or his longevity. I don't get how he's still doing things. Why does anybody give a shit about this guy? I'm not it's a good saying question. he's a bad person or that he's a bad host or <laughs> You're anything like that. His I'm person. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm attacking his his uh, universal lovability. He's, I'm sure he's a great guy, and he seems like he, he puts on a decent show and whatever, but I don't get why he would be so beloved as to be a viable replacement for Dick Clark. Dick Clark. I think it's because they just didn't want Seacrest.
1: <laughs> <The laughs> I think it day? was that
0: Seacrest already had too many other things going on. Dude works mm. a lot. He's a hard worker.
1: Apparently, yeah. well, those, those, those two guys are the only options for hosting.
0: Apparently. They're all, all America can agree upon, I guess. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to make this announcement, but uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh, that's where Lex Friedman went. Is he's taking over <laughs> the Year's Rocking Eve <laughs> next year? They're, they've got him prepping for it now.
1: That'll be awesome.
0: Via Con Dios, Lex. <laughs> if you're listening, which I'm sure he is.
1: Hi, Lex. Jerk. <laughs> well, I still want to go down the path of New Order. Because we, I feel like yes, we keep we need starting, to but we I'm never okay with finish. That.
0: Let's, let's finish this thread. I, don't also, I know fin- where I don't, don't want to like, make it seem like we're trying to get through it. I want to continue down this thread as well.
1: But, yeah, I guess what that you know you said is that my kind of bar it would be, yes, ha- if I went to bars. The kind that plays Joy Division or New... I've seen
0: you in bars.
1: I know. I've hung out in bars for sure. I, I've, but I haven't in a long time. It's been a while.
0: I just I just like that as a as a soundbite. I've hung out in bars. <laughs>
1: I've hung out in bars.
0: Humble brag. Uh, guess
1: is. I'm trying to get Philip to talk about. It's, music, it's it's actually. my kind of
2: bar too.
0: And,
1: okay. And yes, I'm, see?
2: Uh, i I'm I'm big New Order, uh, Joy Division fan. Things things along that line. But I'm 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 a bit younger.
1: Yep. Um, yep.
2: But I think you know it's. Uh, I live in Williamsburg in New York, so uh, I don't. I feel like I don't have to say anything else.
1: <laughs> oh, people in Williamsburg listen to New Order and Joy Division. Is that? Oh yeah, awesome? and it, it, the, <laughs>
2: the it should it should be a it should be a, a fucking crime to wear the Unknown Pleasures album T-shirt mm. in this neighborhood.
1: Oh. as much
2: as people do it, it's disgusting.
1: I've stopped wearing mine. I didn't realize it had made a comeback I I didn't know I seriously was that removed from the scene and I didn't know until I was walking through an airport and young kids were complimenting my shirt which was nice but I was like how do they even know I didn't know that kids knew about New Order her or Joy Division sorry.
0: Sometimes I see kids wearing like Nirvana t shirts. Like, you'll see the Nirvana smiley face. And like 13, 14 year old kids. And for whatever reason, I, it's a total get off my lawn bullshit thing. But my gut reaction is fuck you, poser. No, <laughs> see, I used to be
1: like that, Dave. I used to be like that. But I, I've had to shift my thinking because I, I think, you know what? Thank God they like good music. You know, in my You're opinion, right. you know, it's just like, oh, good. Somebody's teaching them right.
0: <laughs> you, are, you are absolutely right. I know that's how I should feel. And logically, that is how i see it but my just first glance gut reaction is you weren't there you don't know which is so stupid because i was i was 13 when kurt cobain died so i wasn't there either
1: yeah yep i wear a black sabbath shirt i wasn't there then either so you know but yeah it's uh i do like love the they could be wearing
0: they could be wearing a skrillex t-shirt how would you feel about that i think i'd feel worse no no, i I, I agree (laughs) i think that them wearing a Nirvana t-shirt as long as they actually do listen to Nirvana is, is okay. If it's a fashion thing and they don't know anything about the band, right. that's, a, that's a separate
2: problem. I mean, I am scared of the point in time where, where my favorite bands are, are just things. They're just shirts that are sold at like hot topic or something.
1: Like the Ramones, you, like joy division. See, this has happened to me, Philip. <laughs> how, how, how do you feel about
2: that? Tell me about that.
1: You know, yeah. it, it tripped me out the first time I, Because that's kind of how it was. It was like I got a compliment from a very, you know, probably, I don't know, teens-aged kid... And, and it shocked me because I, I didn't realize that teens <laughs> were familiar with Joy Division. And so I was like, hmm. And I, I did I did see at the Hot Topic, um, not a place that I frequent, but I went there to pick up a derpy backpack. If you know what that is, you get bonus points. Um, a derpy backpack for my 8-year-old my daughter. And you,
0: Were those bonus points for us or for the people listening at home?
1: <laughs> However you want to score that, that that's okay. fine. Do you know what a derpy backpack is, Dave?
0: I do not, but the points don't matter.
1: Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, and I, I no saw clue. on the wall. Do you want to do you
0: want to explain, or is that should it's we just a, leave that?
1: My little they pony. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's a derpy pony. It's a great pony, but yeah, I could only find it. You know, I could only find this derpy backpack. Um, at the so it's a sort the of thing topic. that
0: uh, that that would be enjoyed by little girls or by uh, grown men on the internet.
1: Yeah, gothic kids cause it's the gray pony with the yellow hair oh, and oh, she has kind awesome. of like ski wampus eyes. She's real cool though.
2: So it's like a, like a panic at the disco pony sort of thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. That's a, that's a
0: band. That's an emo band, right?
1: It is. That's, it that's is. also
0: probably a reference that most of our listeners aren't going to get, <laughs> but I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. You know, having I'm an sh- eight year old keeps me in touch with these things.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to broaden your reach here.
1: <laughs> that's right. Broaden the reach. Appeal to new demographic.
0: Get all those Panic at the Disco fans listening to Unprofessional. Mm, they're some good fans. Hey, I like Panic at the Disco. <laughs> well, well, let's, let's I like their second album. Okay. I don't even know that I'd say that I like the band. Let's I think not they, go too far. they they're a terrible band that made one really, really amazing record.
1: Well, I don't know any of their albums, but I heard a song on the satellite radio. the other day. I sound so old. See, little- you didn't even say you no. didn't even say
0: on satellite radio. You said on the satellite radio, which that. is way worse. I yeah, the indefinite ar- the indefinite article makes you
2: sound a bit old.
1: I have to say that in front of it. It's quite a deliberate action. It's just like watching my programs on television. It's the same my thing. stories. Yes, exactly. I watch my programs. And um I am I'm officially the old lady I think but that's all right I can I, I kind of do it on purpose cuz I like the way that old people word things I think they're clever and adorable but anyway so or Philip At least folksy answer your question sort of it freaks me out a little bit to see my my bands on the t-shirts at the wall you know on the wall in the hot topic yes that freaks me out just a little bit I'm just like oh I feel like I'm over you know yeah. I'm over Oh, that's
0: terrifying. No, it means that all of the things that you liked before have remained culturally relevant.
1: But that's the thing, though, is like when I liked them, they were like independent bands. You know what I mean? They weren't mainstream bands. So culturally relevant. Can you take solace
0: in the knowledge that you were right and the world is acknowledging that you were right?
1: In a a sort of a way, but I guess it, it, it... Repels my rebellion nature, <laughs> so that's the part that's hard. Because I think mm. you know, folks that were drawn to those bands, at least at least back in my day, um, you know, that was the thing. It was that they were bands that the mainstream didn't listen to, and so I don't know, Philip, you. Talk right, more about and it's it,
2: I it I, to, to to see to see countercultural icons
0: enshrined so commercially.
1: like, yes.
2: it's it's not that you won; it's that the man won. <laughs> and,
0: I don't know if you. If you're an indie band, what is your goal? Isn't your goal to be successful and to keep getting to make music and to, to reach the, the largest audience possible?
1: You know, To I, have
0: people understand and appreciate this you? This is
2: bigger than music, Dave.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I Wake don't know. up. Sing I'm it, bold. Philip. Sing it, Philip. <laughs> I think that it's it's a matter of, it's it's easy and enjoyable to romanticize the idea of a thing that you know about that other people don't. And I think that the the trouble is holding on to that idea so tightly that you can't let other people enjoy it, and you can't let the people who made the thing that you love so much find success or be rewarded for what they've done.
2: I'd, I'd agree with that. But, could, I, I oh, say, but i would also say oh yes there's always a but you you, you see something like i do like like if you take the nirvana t-shirt as an example like it, they're not they're not selling nirvana's music they're just like it's just an, an icon it's an icon it's it's the nirvana album coverage it's just like oh this is cool kids buy this like
0: it's kind of gross and that's why i said the the kid with the nirvana t-shirt as long as they're listening to the music right as long as they're, they're listening just to the music. wearing the t-shirt right and i have to hope i don't know even if it is just the iconography of wearing the t-shirt the band is still getting something for that and, and i do so. i is there any part of me that that feels that nirvana has not been properly financially compensated for their contribution to society and to pop culture no <laughs> i i think that that dave grohl has got plenty of money yeah he's doing uh, all right yeah I, I think he's doing okay I don't think Courtney Love really needs more. Well, she probably does need more money, but I don't yeah. think she get it. Uh, Chris, Novoselic, that guy, he, he actually could probably use a little bit more money. I don't know. I don't know what he's up to these days, but I, I think that there's been plenty of money poured into that band. But my, my point is like, uh, ideologically, it, it makes sense to me that even if like, uh I don't know. I'm trying to think of a band. Let's, let's say panic. Now that's a terrible example because they were never indie. um, a band that was indie i don't know i can't nothing's popping into my head that anybody would 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 know but if let's let's say you start a band and you make it big and there there's all these people who loved you when you were nobody when you get big they should still love you and they should be glad that even if somebody's just wearing your t-shirt at least you got a couple of bucks for that t-shirt because you you worked Hard enough to, to get that taken care of.
2: Yes, yes. I, I absolutely agree with that. I, I feel like I'm, I'm coming at this from a different angle, like more just like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking more of like expressly countercultural bands uh, kind of having the teeth taken out of their music. And, and possibly, you know, it's oh. their own fault by having it turned into such a commercialized thing.
0: Like the Sex Pistols,
2: yeah, or like somebody like like Rage Against the Machine or something. Like imagine like years down the line they're selling like you know Rage, Rage Against the Machine like album covers like the dude on fire and it's just like that's just a piece of iconography that sold like that would be so ridiculous.
0: And I believe they do sell those. Um, <laughs> Probably, yeah, Sex Pistols I think is is an interesting example because that that was like one of the first examples of a band that was intensely purposefully counterculture against the man and as time went by john Lydon became more and more willing to sell out the sex pistols name and, right. and image just to make a few more bucks which you it could be argued by any high school student prob- <laughs> probably probably that uh that that's a commentary on uh the human condition yes if, if, i feel a, i feel like i actually had this conversation in high school they're probably high schoolers uh, who 20 minutes ago had this conversation. Now they're listening to this yeah, show and l- their minds are being fucking right. blown.
2: They're like, listen to these old
0: jagoffs. Who's Rage Against the Machine? <laughs> rage Against my Grandpa. <laughs>
1: I don't know, but maybe, just maybe, we introduce that to 13-year-olds, right? <laughs> maybe I, there's hope. Oh,
2: I would love that if some kid, like after listening to this, like their parent caught, caught them listening to like, you know, Zach De La Roca yelling like,
0: fuck you, don't, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> It'd be magical. <laughs> the goal of See? this show has always been to corrupt the youth.
1: Corrupt the youth, inspire generations.
0: <laughs> this is this is you know, mission yeah. statement. It's right it's uh, it's disruptive. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, That's thank our you thing. for
1: elaborating and and highlighting my age. I actually enjoy it.
0: Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jamie. No, no, it's totally cool. Wait, 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 Jamie. It's you totally cool. you like having your age highlighted? I
1: actually, I just don't care. It's, it's, honestly, it's, it's quite. Irrelevant to me. That is what it is.
0: Is that? I mean, this this sounds like a joke, but is that? This isn't thing? about me. Is this? A, is that a thing that comes with age—the not caring about age?
1: <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Maybe it's just an individual thing. What do you guys no, think about I, age? No, I wanna, I want
2: to. I want to talk about this. <laughs> I want to know if it gets better because. Um, <laughs>
1: if it gets better, are you worried about age? Well, really?
2: uh, yeah, I, I, we haven't seen each other recently, but um, I mean, I'm going to turn 26 soon, and um Dave has seen me. He can attest. I'm. I'm I'm pretty bald.
1: Yes, well, that happens, I guess.
2: (laughs) It happens. I I I started I started balding when I was when I was twenty,
0: and 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 here I am. um, And my father has more hair than I do. Are are you when you say you started balding? Do do you mean like professionally?
2: Yes, (laughs) Um, I was actually paid money by a sponsor to have my hair fall out. (laughs)
1: Hmm professionally he's professionally balding wow no so i mean so do you care? I mean, do you care that you're 20s? I'm uh, uh, sure you care, perhaps that you're that you're balding. And I don't mean to minimize the situation, <laughs> but I mean age-wise. So at this point, <laughs> Philip, does uh, it doesn't matter? Does it matter? It's, you're it's not so much that I,
2: I have I have a theory that, that I think I think when a man uh, or, or or woman uh, begins to lose their hair at, a, at an abnormally young age, this is I, the
0: weirdest birds I, and bees talk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I I feel like. You know, especially if you live in a first world privileged society, I feel like that's your first brush with uh, mortality. If you've been very lucky.
1: Interesting. Um, if you've been very lucky, I'd th- say that I would maybe challenge that with some other things. So but, you're but being but I all glass
2: half consistent. full here. Well, I'm, 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 I'm glad to hear that. I, I'd hate to hear that I was
0: being terribly negative about it. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, I'm interested in the idea that you would look at this not as a thing that you're upset about. I mean, you, you crack jokes about this, and it seems like genuinely it doesn't bother you.
2: No, it, it, it doesn't really bother me much anymore. It's, it, if, if anything, it's, it's something I just use to make conversation, um, like, like on podcasts and stuff. Um,
1: <laughs> and
0: with the ladies. Yeah.
1: With the ladies. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, you know, there's there's magic there because uh, it it makes you seem approachable. You can be self deprecating, but you're confident enough to make jokes at your own expense without saying like you're an eeyore about it. Oh, thanks for noticing me. Um. <laughs> that, that was an eeyore, that was a Winnie the Pooh reference for our very young viewers.
1: Uh, what a demographic! All ages. We're talking right
0: at the uh, Panic at the Disco and Winnie the Pooh crowd today. F-
2: Fisher Price is going to sponsor this episode, right?
0: I hope so. Excellent, it's good money, um, but no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm pretty
2: sanguine about it now. It just, but I, honestly, like when it first started happening, like I was like, "Wow, I actually I'm starting to feel like uh, like I'm aging." It was the it was the first thing.
1: Yeah, aging is an interesting thing. I mean, I don't know. You do notice as years go by and (laughs) in your next decade, Philip, um, you know, I mean, yeah, you start noticing things don't work the same and things, you know, it's like, holy crap, I have back pain or whatever, you know? There are so many people
2: listening right now that it's like, man, fuck this asshole. Like, I'm like 15 (laughs) years younger than him, 10 years, 10 years older than him.
1: Right, 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 right. And considering and,
0: the fact that our audience is not listening to Panic at the Disco and and playing with Fisher Price,
1: yeah, or whatever, I'm
2: I'm I'm
0: sorry. Can you
1: prove that?
2: I'm sorry, everybody.
0: The, yeah, there's a lot of um, you know we don't we don't do like a ton of demographic testing, but if I had to guess, it's going to be mostly like middle-aged programmer dudes.
2: <laughs> oh, yep. I'm fine with pissing
0: yep. them off, so it's fine. <laughs> it keeps me young.
1: I don't know. I I just I guess it it's it's pretty unimportant to me. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I find that as I get older, I'm disappointed in, I, I think this is true for most people, but I'm, I'm disappointed in my younger self
1: oh, for, yeah. not, <laughs> for not
0: taking better care of me. I, am, I feel like I'm constantly in a state of being pissed off at past Dave.
1: you got to start thinking about future Dave.
0: Angry and disappointed and just uh, a little bitter. A l- uh. I'm not going to lie, a little bitter. A little bitter about the jerk that was me.
2: Yeah, oh, that, that got deep. I'm Imagine sorry. a lot of people are <laughs> upset at Past Dave.
0: Oh, I'm. I have no doubt about that. Past Dave has been slapped in the face at bars on more than one occasion. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't your first rodeo. <laughs> that guy is a was is was a jerk. Probably still is. You're
2: a new guy now.
0: Yeah, I would love to think. Would love to think. That we live in a world where I could wake up and and be in the new version of me and have that recognized, but it's never gonna happen. <laughs> we are we are constantly being. Oh, I think it was a Steve Jobs thing. I, I can. I'm I'm always trying to find this. I can never find it. If somebody out there knows it, but the the uh, you're never people never see you as you are. They see you as you were nine months ago, or it might not have been nine months, but something like that. But the idea being that. You're you're never going to convince somebody that you've changed until you've 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 set a longer, uh, you've got a, a longer history of doing it. But the, the trouble right. there is that you're always you're locked in a battle with your past self, and I feel like most of my life is like that, where I'm trying really hard to get better at things and be uh, more social and more not socially awkward or better at remembering people's names or remembering that I'd even met a person, you know, things, uh, all these things, remembering that
1: people's names, Yeah, uh,
0: all these things yep. that I'm so terrible at. I try really hard, but I don't think that I, I can wake up and expect the world to give me the credit for that the day that I do
1: it. <laughs> well, and do you need credit for it? I mean, that might be the bigger question.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I'd, I'd rather not continue to, uh, be the guy who can't remember names for my past mistakes
1: (laughs) how are you with that stuff philip Uh, are you good at remembering names i don't i don't i don't
2: particularly want to do the thing again where i take a a positive attribute and complain about it but i'm going to (laughs) um (laughs) it's your it's your i am to a fault i I have an excellent memory for people's names but i i I, i find that it's so good that it's problematic um, and I, I, I'll, I'll illustrate this, but like when I'm, when I'm back home, like in Texas, I'm, I'm from Texas originally. And like, I see people like from high school or whatever. Like I remember everybody, like, I remember everybody's name in like my high school class, like, and I'll see them places and, and they will not fucking remember me at all. Oh, I've and
1: had I that And I feel experience. like such yes. a creep.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I, I'm, like, I'm like, oh yeah,
2: like, you know, you're uh, Scott, you sat beh- three chairs behind me in health class, you know, uh dated your sister once um
0: who is this fucking creepy asshole yeah
2: it's like it's like they think i like if if they had a wikipedia page they'd think i read it before i got there and i'm just like i'm sorry
0: i just remember a lot of shit um if there's a if there's if we have a future to look forward to that is going to be filled with people wearing fucking google glass i hope i hope that the positive (laughs) side effect would be that there will be an app that will recognize people's faces and tell me their names
1: (laughs) That would be awesome, because, you know, I, Philip, maybe, maybe this is another one that ties back into our age thing, but um, I used to be really good with names. Like, I used to teach classes at UNLV, and I would have classes of 60 students when um, when I taught management information systems, and I was very good at remembering every student's name every semester, you know, and... Um, I don't know over time. Like I had an instance not long ago where somebody was introducing me to someone and they said, have you met so-and-so? And I said, no. And at the same time, the gentleman I was being oh. introduced to said, yes. And he proceeded to say, we met next, we met at, you know, this conference. And he's like, don't you remember we were on the panel um, together? And I just felt like such a jerk. I felt so bad. I general genuinely had no memory of, of meeting this guy who sat right next to me on the panel apparently and i, I just um I, I apologize if that guy's listening right now i feel like such a jerk. I still i still i'm gonna defend so you if horrible. that guy
0: actually said don't you remember we were on the panel that was him being a jerk
1: no no no, no. i mean i don't think that, that might not have been his exact wording so don't take that but oh, well, he was he, trying he to help thing, me remember then, then, then
0: i know i apologize <laughs>
1: He was trying to help me remember where we met and I genuinely could not remember. I just could not draw I, it was just a blank and I felt terrible about it but I feel like, you know, maybe 10 years ago that might not have been an issue. I don't know. So hopefully that that stays a strong skill for you, Philip.
2: Or at least, you know, just levels out. I just want I just want to hit a nice happy medium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're not not the I want to only guy?
0: remember people who remember me
1: uh no you know I don't, I don't know I
0: don't think you get to make that call but what you can do is pretend to forget people <laughs> that's true I, I can't do that i'm so bad at that really no
1: <laughs> i remember you from third grade
0: yeah i
2: like i have i just yeah. have one of those faces like somebody can tell what exactly what i'm thinking like uh,
1: <laughs> well, obvious you, face yeah <laughs>
0: maybe maybe then go live uh, of omission where you don't tell them that you remember them and from this specific place and you dated their sister. Once. Right.
2: But I know I don't have to tell them to feel like a creep. It just immediately, it just, I don't have there. Ha- no interaction has to take place. This is all like my neurosis.
0: Oh, this is all in your head. I thought this was like a social construct that you were trying to avoid, no. or a social problem that you're trying to avoid, not an internal problem.
2: No. So sometimes I make, sometimes I make it external,
0: but um, oh, I've right. learned, I've learned not to. Oh, I can't help you there. Yeah. I've, I've heard that before. Yeah. So it's not just forgetting people, like forgetting events, forgetting entire things, uh, conferences that I've done, and and I don't want it to sound like it's because these events or these people are forgettable. I think it's this is squarely on my shoulders, at least to the point of uh, you know be more interesting. Are
2: there so are are there are there conferences you actually can't remember, and and I'm not talking
0: about like like conferences where you drank a lot. I was going to say there's nights that are fuzzy, but the conferences, if, if somebody mentions the conference, then it all comes back to me. Right. But it wouldn't be, I don't know, after enough things, they all sort of blur together. And it takes something really great to stand out. Like it takes an ool or a singleton to really stand out in your mind as that was a great conference. And this is why I'm trying to tone down how many conferences I do. Yeah, it seems like you go to a lot of conferences. I, I haven't been to a conference in a long time. Well, I only go if I'm speaking. Ooh. Well, no, I just mean like, they're, they're developer conferences I'm not going to get a ton out of that Rockefeller here <laughs>
1: <laughs> What was the last conference you went to, Philip?
2: Um, I think the last one I went to was I think it was WWDC Not last year, but the year before Apple's Worldwide
0: Developer Conference That was probably the last time I saw you that I don't one. think that for our audience You need to explain what WWDC is. Hey, um, I, come on <laughs> <laughs> I want to allow that there are, not,
2: there are people in the audience that don't do I- iOS programming, although I'm probably
0: wrong. You know who that person is? My mom.